0: I'm Leonard Riggs, and welcome to my podcast, From My Head to Your Ears. Truthfully, I think I need a theme song. I really would like a theme song. But anyway, I digress. (laughs) Today I'm going to talk about making a podcast, oddly. um, I'm really having a hard time coming up with a topic today. And it's kind of funny, I think someone gave me... uh, a block in my brain because a week ago or so an old uh, classmate made the remark that when I said I had a podcast that he, what possibly could I have to talk about and it really went right through me and I was like Ugh. but it also it was kind of oh what am I looking for here it was kind of uh, it kind of knocked the wind out of my sails on this I thought, what do I have to talk about? Am I just rambling on and sounding like a crazy person? What, what possessed me to think anybody could be interested in what I've got to say? Me, this little ridiculous person that's worked the same job for 30-some years and seemingly has not lived a very good life or is very interesting, but... I think that's the perception I think there is of me by some people that I know who just have not been paying attention because there's a lot more to me than my job and uh, what do I have to talk about I talk about a lot of things Uh, so anyway it's kind of funny because the fact that that made me mad kind of maybe is today's topic and what do I have to talk about (laughs) so I think I'm going to take a break and I'll tell you what I have to talk about and I'm going to talk about lots of things so and I'm going to do it in a timely manner because I think my last podcast ran a little longer than it should have I laugh because that insult, actually, I found it kind of inspiring today. Every time I go back to that, it just irritates me. What possibly could you have to talk about? And then there's a part of me that's, like I said, it kind of knocked the wind out of my cells because I thought, what do I have to talk about? And am I I boring everybody to death? Someone did say that my podcast helped them go to sleep. Okay, I'll take that as a compliment, That it's so relaxing to listen to my voice that you just doze off, go to sleep. Better than melatonin. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I steer away from politics because I don't want to be controversial. Uh, I have a lot of controversial thoughts. Believe you me, I just don't want to put it out there for the world to hear, Uh, I don't necessarily like the direction our world's going in. It kind of scares the living daylights out of me. I don't think that's just me. That's pretty much anybody with any common sense right now. We're in a lot of trouble, don't you think? But I don't want to talk about that. I want to be... I want to be positive. I want to talk about funny things. That's why I enjoyed talking about the stories from my job so much. And that was one of my more popular podcasts. And I'm going to do a sequel to that because I got more stories. But just the timing's not right right now. I I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to plan it a little better and think about it a lot more. Because I, I do have a lot of stories. But I am 56 years old and I've lived life... Whether I wanted to or not, life has happened. And uh, I've had a lot of experiences with a lot of things. No more than anybody else has. I'm just a human being. And you cannot live this life without going through stuff. You can't shelter yourself. So, what do I have to talk about? Well... Something I do have to talk about is being a caregiver for my mom, for instance. I've been doing this now for seven years and I'm gonna tell you, I never not once thought I don't wanna do this. I did worry about what am I gonna do when this happens? Because I know how Alzheimer's is. It's awful, it uh, robs you of everything including your dignity and it's I took it upon myself to to just care for my mom and nobody can care for somebody more than someone that loves them. I'm not saying everybody should keep their parent home. There's a lot of people that can't do this for whatever reason. Sometimes a nursing home is a better option. It wasn't an option I considered for my mom. I did check into it. I didn't have a good feeling. It wasn't what I wanted for my mom. And it wasn't what I wanted for me. I didn't want... I realized I could handle the guilt of putting her somewhere. That I would never forgive myself. So it is a little bit of a selfish thing. But also, I think whenever I took on the responsibility of caring for my mom, I think a lot of people... And I'm not... Nothing against my loved ones thought I couldn't do it based on how they knew me and how could I possibly do it? I've never had children I've never you know I've just been grubby <laughs> but I it was never a question in my mind that I wasn't gonna take care of my mom. I I, it was just natural to me. And I thought I'll learn what I have to learn. I will worry about things as they come along. Thank God for YouTube videos and I learned I had a, a, a good friend take care a good friend take care of mom who was a nurse's aide who showed me how to change sheets with him in bed and stuff honestly when I first started this my mom was moving around and she was getting outside and her emotions were all over the place and she was putting the stuff on the stove and leaving the stove on and like I said she got out a couple times and fell and oh those were really really rough days but I didn't question do I need to be doing this I think a lot of people thought you can't do this Leonard you know, But no, I didn't ever back out of it. I I just thought, okay, this too shall pass. And I would have people say, what are you going to do when this happens? What are you going to do when that happens? And I thought, I'll deal with it. So it's been a journey. And my mom is so sweet. She's so pleasant, just like her mom. My grandma Qualls was... She was a feisty little lady but she was a sweetie when she was in her in, in the nursing home. Um, that was best for my grandma. My grandma enjoyed being in the nursing home. I really do believe she she could socialize and she really in her mind she just had a little apartment and lived in town. She she was, you know, she didn't really comprehend what was going on with her. Um I had my my dad passed away and he worried so much about my mom he was worried about leaving my mom behind and there was an unspoken promise that I made that I would take care of my mom and that was another thing that fueled fueled me to keep on doing this and uh, I, I like I said I've, I've watched YouTube videos and this, this, and this. And I remember the first times of things. The first time I had to change her. Because she was incapable of of taking care of herself. She still could bathe herself and blah, blah, blah. But it got to the point where she couldn't. And her legs started giving out on her. So we had to we had to uh, I had to get a porta potty and we had to lift her to the toilet and and help her clean herself. And I remember the first time I had to do that, and it was—I was embarrassed for my mom because it embarrassed her. And I'm very empathetic, and I—I I knew, ah, this—this this is very degrading for her. And it was, and it was. I think the fact that I. I thought more of her and what she was going through than what I was going through. And I I just did it. I just and she got used to it. And that was the hardest thing, honestly. My mom was a very much of a lady, so for me to be taking care of her like that it was it was hard at first for her and for me, but I put my feelings aside. And uh It was stuff like that that you had to learn and uh, I keep her clean. She's not had bed sores for the whole time. My dad had bed sores when he was in rehab. You know, I don't let her I try not to let her sit in her urine and all that stuff. I keep her changed. I keep her clean. I keep her happy. The thing I'm having trouble with right now is keeping her weight up. She has lost a lot of weight but since she can't eat feed herself anymore because we're just a family of snackers <laughs> and my mom was a pretty, she wasn't heavy but she was a pretty healthy looking lady and now she's just so little and of course she's 91 years old so that happens but I try to give her all the nutrients she's needs. also she's not been, knock on wood she's not been in the hospital for a year now and I'm proud of that but uh, the last bout she had was her potassium level had gone down, and uh, uh, that, that's dangerous for the elderly. Uh, she hasn't had a. I'm bragging. I hope she's she's not had a UTI in forever either. It's all about <coughs> very careful to keep her clean and hygiene wise and everything. But there's like that. That's something I'm doing that people... How do I not have nothing to talk about? I could talk about that all day. I could talk about my cats all day. That's a new thing, too. I've always had pets, but I've taken on cats. And I've always been kind of more of a dog lover, but we've had cats. We had a duck at one point. But these little, this little black and white kitty that I call girlfriend, the neighbors have other names for But I call her girlfriend. She kind of was a stray that picked me as her person. She brought me, she brought me uh, a dead squirrel (laughs) as a gift and I knew I was hers. And she, uh, she just took to me and I think she sensed, this is after my dad passed. I think she sensed that I needed her and I did. She uh, she just kind of worked her way in my life. And then she had a couple, a few litters of kittens at my neighbor's house. And then finally, her third litter she had in my front closet. And she had four kittens. And I was like, oh boy, what am I going to do with these? And I thought, I can't keep them. And then I fell absolutely in love with my Livy first. And then I gave two away and... It broke girlfriend's heart and it broke my heart. And then my bubby, I actually was keeping for my niece and ended up she didn't, couldn't take him. So I kept him and Livy and Livy, girlfriend, and Sonny are my key family. And then later we had a little stray outside that we called Nacho, Nacho Kitty. That's Nacho Kitty. get it see what I did there Uh, she got pregnant and I I fell in love with her too and and I was holding her while she was giving birth to these kittens and just the love that she gave looking up at me while she was giving birth uh, it just I was trying to get her in the house because I wanted her to be safe she was bound and determined not to get pregnant again after she had those kittens and we kept them on my porch and my neighbor Marcy helped me take care of them Marcy was a lot of help and I gave two of those away and ended up keeping the rest of those and anyway all this keeps me really busy and again what do you have to talk about well I'll talk about my cats I'll talk about my mom don't get me started on Olivia Newton-John or or Star Trek or Kolchak: The Night Stalker or movies I love or all that. <laughs> I love to talk. About it. <laughs> I- and I'm back, and I was talking about the person who said, "What possibly could I not?" Or what possibly could I have to talk about? And I was laughing because the original title I have for my podcast was... Help me, I'm talking and I can't shut up. Or help me, I'm podcasting and I can't shut up. You know, those were two of the contenders of what I was going to call my podcast. So, oh, the irony of that, right? But... I'm like my grandma. My grandma had so many stories and she liked to tell them and there at the end of her life when she was you know kind of getting bad, she'd repeat a lot of things and I know I do the same thing because sometimes when I'm doing my podcast I'm thinking did I tell that already? (laughs) I was like oops I'm sure someone out there will let me know right? It's like we heard it already Leonard tell it again but it's such a good story um (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you what, I could do a whole podcast on my co-workers. Lord, sometimes... (laughs) I love them. They're like my second family. But I'm sure they could do a whole podcast on me as well. I'm really quite annoying, I'm sure. Um... (laughs) I was... The other day I, I really wasn't feeling good, but it was the rainy day we had and I'm looking out the window and my coworker angry. I call her angry because because she, <laughs> her name's Angie, but she's just a little spitfire and I call her angry. She yells for meanness. Are you just looking out the window? Oh, my boss who's, by the way, my boss is my work wife, by the way. She yells, well, you can put bakery out. And it's like, uh, okay. (laughs) But I wasn't really, I really wasn't doing anything. I just was having a moment of, uh, I don't know, rest. It's like my job, you're on your feet a lot. And it's running a lot of running back and forth and what have you. But I'm used to that. But I am a talker. I, I tell you, I can feel people trying to get away from me sometimes when I'm talking. I always say, yeah, well, you know, stories are free with the purchase of what you just bought. <laughs> Hopefully they laugh. I've had, <laughs> I've had it happen a couple of times when they're listening to me. And they walk out, they look at each other and laugh because I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> oh gosh. But I could talk all day about work and the things I see. I realized a while back that people tend to color coordinate their purchases. I think it was back in my 30th year. I said, I, I posted somewhere. I don't remember things I've noticed in the last thirty years. They do; they'll like buy the same color of everything and not even realize it. And then there's those people that buy the same, have buy, been buying the same thing for thirty some years. It's like, do you ever stray from that? Because uh, I gotta have a little variety in my life. But. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, today I love I love the elderly people. That's my favorite, favorite thing, because uh, they'll say anything to you. You know they don't care. This little old guy coming in today. He's like, uh, I was out of breath because I was running. we were, truck came in and I'm putting it up. And the old guy comes in. He says, "I said oh, I'm out of breath." He says, "That yeah, because it's your fat." And I'm like, thanks, but I am fat. So, you know, what am I going to say to that? I'm not fat. <laughs> I can't. I cannot deny that I'm at my heaviest right now. That's unfortunate, yes, but I like food. And sometimes <laughs> when I was talking about care, caregiving, I sit there in a chair and I eat chips and watch movies. And I used to go walking a lot. I would walk 12 miles and I... Well, actually, confession time, I I, I have to have a, a reason to go on a diet. I have to have some inspiration. I can't just do it. It's a mindset you get into. And my mindset was I had two friends, this is back in 2017, two friends that were going to get married and come to find out their weddings were on the 13th, Friday the 13th and Saturday the 14th of October and I was like oh god I really hate getting my picture taken and I look like a slob so I was like I want to look good for my friend's pictures (laughs) so and actually the friend that the October 14th wedding had been secretly putting me on Snapchat. He was a police officer and uh, I was really overweight and slobby looking and I was gonna go meet his friends who'd been seeing me in these Snapchats. And I actually talked about that in my midnight shift tell thing. But I was like, I'm bound and determined to not look like a fat slob. And I don't, not to offend anybody, sorry to the fat slobs out there, but I really, was a fat slob, <laughs> not because I was fat. I was too different. I was a fat person who was a slob because <laughs> my hair was a mess, and I just kind of quit caring about myself. But uh, no offense to the fat people out there, because I am a fat person myself. I should shut up about that right now. Okay, I will. Don't don't cancel me. Um, <laughs> So I was bound and determined to lose weight for these weddings, especially the one guy's wedding. And uh, I was walking like 12 miles a day, and in the summertime yet, in the heat, and I was loving it. I mean, I got... you. When you get in that exercise mode, your body craves that exercise, and I was loving walking. I was walking everywhere and and trying to find places with hills and things because I liked the cardio. And I felt wonderful, and it was... Also, my mom wasn't quite as bad then, and my sister would come over and watch while I would go walking. There was times, too, I was friends with all the police officers, and they lived along my route where I walked, and I would stop and talk to them along the way, so I wouldn't get home too late. My poor sister, I think my brother-in-law, would get aggravated at me because I was keeping her there so late. But, uh, oh, God, I... I would listen to music and take pictures, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I did; I lost quite a bit of weight. It seemed like I lost a hundred pounds doing that, especially in the summertime. And then I, it came time for the weddings, and my best friend Brandon, and I was best man at their wedding, and then the other, uh, the other uh, wedding person, friend. I had actually got into it with the week before the wedding and almost didn't go. Uh, Actually, we don't speak anymore. (laughs) That friendship, I think, was doomed. Um, If you're out there, sorry. But if you're out there, by the way, I've apologized. You know, you can reciprocate or keep moving. I don't care. But (laughs) I do really care. Then I don't really care <laughs> Does that make any sense <laughs> sorry I'm getting a little slap happy here um so I go to this wedding and I'm thinking I look great you know I'm I wore my buddy Brandon had a Friday the 13th kind of theme with the uh, nightmare Christmas Nightmare at Christmas. You know, the Tim Burton movie. And we wore black shirts, and it was a very laid-back affair, and I'm really good friends with the whole family. My mom and sisters went, and it was really cool. So I go to the other wedding, and I'm wearing white, and I don't know anybody there at all. And the groom kind of ignored me, I thought, when I came in, and I I sat there, and I'm like, I don't know anybody and the only other person I know turned out to be in the wedding. So I was going to sit with them and I couldn't. So I'm sitting there. I don't know. And then all of a sudden this couple, elderly couple sat by me and come to find out it was, uh, it was uh, a friend of my dad's. And he knew me. And I'm blind in my right eye. And they sat to my right. So I really couldn't see. Plus, I had lost a lot of weight. And I had a suntan. And I'm dressed up. So he didn't recognize me at first. And uh, yeah, I, I looked different, but he finally spoke and I was so glad that they were there. I was like, we got to talk and, and uh, uh, it was kind of ironic later. And this is a story kind of going to the left here on the story, but um, this police officer had come to my dad's funeral and he signed the guest registry and uh, the little guy, that was sitting by me the elderly couple I asked how who he knew the groom or the bride and he said I know the groom and I said oh you know so and so and he's like yeah I worked for his dad at the uh, hardware store they owned in a neighboring town oh well that's kind of funny because I didn't think I knew anybody that he knew so anyway later I was looking at the the uh, registry of my dad's funeral I had had just happened upon it and I looked and The groom of this wedding had signed the registry right above the guy I was sitting with. And I was like, wow, that's kind of odd. (laughs) What a coincidence that that happened. The fact that this is the only person that I knew at this wedding. But anyway, I, uh, I was kind of perturbed at the wedding and I was sitting there and I I told the, uh, the guy in the wedding, who was another police officer, I, we, we went out, and they had the little pull-string things. And I said, give me one of those. I'm going to throw it in his face. And I did. Boy, that's terrible. I was really misbehaved at that wedding. I, I, I was really mad, though. And there again, <laughs> that's a side of me a lot of people don't know. <laughs> but I did. When he walked by, I tossed it and hit him in the face with it. Pow! It made... It made a sound, and he goes, ouch. And I thought, oh, I didn't feel the least bit of remorse for doing that. kind of felt good, really. So I walked up to the groom, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to the reception. And uh, he kind of grimaced. Poor guy. I I realized I kind of put him through hell because I don't think he quite understood what to do with me as a friend. (laughs) It was... The problem with him was he was young. And he just didn't understand me quite. You have to get me to be friends with me. And I was like... <sighs> First of all, the, what made me mad initially... and there, here, This is a story. I'm going to tell this story, okay? So, sorry. I could talk all day about this, too. So, what happened was... A, another friend found out I was going to this wedding... And he's like, he couldn't believe I was friends with this guy because apparently, the guy whose wedding I was going to pretty well talk crap about me behind my back. And this other friend was like, I think he was hell bent on showing me this, so he got him to talk to him on a private text, and he screenshotted and sent it to me. And I was not happy. Uh, basically, he referred to me as a retarded redhead that everybody loved. Now that doesn't sound too bad. But I don't take well to being called retarded. And again, to all the retarded people out there, I hope that didn't offend you. Don't cancel me. I'm not making fun of retarded people. There's people, some of my best friends are retarded. Okay, shut up. I'm going to get in trouble again. Um, (laughs) So anyway, I almost didn't go to the wedding over that and I messaged him while he was getting ready for his wedding and I was like screw you and your wedding I'm not going and we ended up smoothing it over but then I go to the wedding break my neck to get there and get ignored so I thought I'm not going to go sit at that reception and just sit there so I just soon go home plus I had been on the go since 5 that morning I had to collect money for our charity our store's charity uh, on a roadblock and had been going since 5 o'clock that morning plus my sister was watching my mom and she needed to go home so anyway I went home and the groom was sending me snapchats of his wedding and there was that was that anyway months later he finally got sick of my crap and told me you know I'm driving him nuts deleted me off all social media and uh, he had gotten another job but anyway we haven't spoke since so here I am the other wedding I in fact just got off the phone with my best friend he moved back to Missouri and we're still closer than ever him and his wife are good friends of mine and then the other wedding the wife is very nice the family is very nice to this guy but he needs to uh, he needs to maybe find a little uh, forgiveness in his heart And for and we need to smooth this over because it it bothers me to this day and everybody's sick of hearing me talk about it. So there again, what do I have to talk about? Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Anyway. So I don't understand why people can't say, I'm sorry, or shake hands. Why, why, why throw friendships away? It's just beyond me. We just had some things to work out. We could have been better friends after we got our crap out in the open, but then you just cut me off and (sighs) whatever, it hurts. I'm not gonna lie. I actually was very upset about that and everybody was kind of thinking it was funny and because I'm a funny guy, but in here, I told myself I wasn't going to ramble on, but I kind of have. So I'm going to take a break and I'm going to wrap this up. (laughs) This really has been a random podcast, hasn't it? I'm kind of enjoying it though. I really am enjoying it. What else could I do on a Sunday afternoon when I'm recording this? But I'm going to take a break and rest my voice for a second. And I will be right back with just a few more things to talk about. And I'm back to wrap things up on the old podcast here. So... Thank you for listening today, and I'm going to leave you with this funny story about today because I was thinking I'm still working and I've got a lot more stories to tell about work because I'm going to have a lot more stories to tell as I continue to work. But today was kind of a funny one. I we got our truck in today, and um, I was putting putting it up, and we got these these chickens that these play chickens that you squeeze and they make a sound. And I was annoying my coworkers with them. And they were just like, put them back. Because I like to annoy people for fun sometimes, especially my coworkers. And uh, I got to thinking, I was like, these are going to drive me nuts because everybody's going to play with them. As I had them at the counter and I thought, I'm going to sell these, you know what? So I took a video, put it on Snapchat and say, buy me, please. You know, those things sold out real quick. I have great friends. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. Thank you for buying those. You're saving my sanity a little longer. (laughs) And my coworkers will thank you as well. Because I don't have anything to pester them with. But anyway. I'm going to wrap this up now. And uh, thank you for listening. And I noticed... When I was putting my podcast together They talk about seasons Season 1, season 2 I'm on season 1 I'm trying to figure out when to end this season And I think episode 20 I think this is I think this might be episode 18 So I got two more podcasts Two more weeks And then I'm going to take a break And I'm going to work on Work on Getting more organized in my podcast But for the next two weeks I probably just random stuff (laughs) I hope you like it kind of a good question I might have that question after my podcast here there's an actual place on Spotify only um, where you can ask do a poll or whatever but uh, um, I might which would you prefer me to be random or to be more organized or a little bit of both? I, I think I'm excited about having a guest on my podcast because I think having someone to bounce off with, especially good friends, uh, would be exciting and fun. So I'm going to do that in the future, too. I've got a few people that are interested and uh, I think that'll be fun. So anyway, a lot of stuff to look forward to. And I'm gonna end this. Hope you enjoyed my stories. And I'm sorry, (laughs) I I tend to harp on things, but and I also also I never know when to say goodbye. I keep saying I'm gonna end this, and I keep going. So I'm gonna just press the stop button, and this is it. This is the end of my podcast. I mean it. And oh nope nope it's it's the end. I will see you on the next podcast. No, I won't see you. I promise you I can't see you. But I will I will talk talk to you on the podcast. Goodbye.